The issues and views discussed on the Roll Call Room podcast are the sole opinions of the guest or host and do not reflect the views of any agencies or government offices. Persons discussed on the show may be fictional or exaggerated for comedic purposes. The Roll Call Room podcast is not responsible for any injuries sustained while listening to include but not limited to busting a gut, laughing until you cry, nausea, crying until you laugh, alcohol poisoning, and a sudden and intense dislike for those named Steve. Please use caution while operating a motor vehicle, as the podcast is not liable for any traffic violations or damage. This podcast is rated explicit, and listener discretion is advised. Epstein didn't kill him. comfortably, quietly. Allow yourself to be here fully in this moment. With your eyes closed, begin to connect with your inner world of thought and feeling. Gradually, let the horseshit of the external world fade from your awareness. If you find your mind wandering to other thoughts, don't let it concern you. Just acknowledge that all that shit is fucking bullshit. You're here now, in this place, with your inner stillness. Those bitches can't get under your skin. They can't even. Take in a deep breath. Now breathe out. Just feel the fucking nonsense float away. Take full, deep breaths. Breathe in strength, breathe out bullshit. Allow your breathing to discover its own natural, unhurried pace. If your thoughts drift to the three-ring shit show of your life, bring your attention back to your breathing. And with each breath, feel your body saying, fuck that. With passive acceptance, Just allow distracting thoughts to float by. Fuck that. With each breath you take, your thoughts become lighter. And all the soul-eating cocksuckers just fall away into nothing. Take a moment to appreciate the silence. Those assholes can't piss all over a purity like this. You are weightless, timeless, without beginning or end. Completely relaxed and free of thought. And as you slowly open your eyes, greet the world and everything in it with a new, beautiful breath of fuck that. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Roll Call Room podcast. And now your host, Nick and Mike. Epstein didn't kill himself. 
Another episode, Dude, Mike. Been waiting for this all week. Holy long. shit! A lot has happened since oh my gosh. leaders. The fucking collateral damage from leaders. Woo! Well, I don't think there was so much. Coll- well, listen. Let me explain something here. Um, I gotta get comfortable for this. When you say, "Let me explain," let me something. yeah, let me let me uh, break this down. The here. bros and fucks are coming. Yeah. Oh, oh my god. We're gonna get to that Bro. too. Oh fuck. Um yeah, so here's the thing with this. We were going to do an episode every week. That was the plan. That's what we agreed upon. Yes. It's in our this, contract. Correct. We said one a week that should satisfy the listeners, right? That's what we were thinking. Then we drop rookie. Then we get Anonymous phone calls <laughs> saying leadership is not fond. Some pe- personnel in leadership are not fond of what you guys are doing. They're pretty much saying you should stop. So, yeah. So we had did a double session. We did rookie and leaders. And Nick calls me. He's like, bro, I'm I was fucking, fired. I'm up, fucking bro. hot. I'm like I, drop leaders but, now. But, and I'm like easy. But, but, but back up the person who called me. I love him to death because it's not an easy conversation to have. Right. No, he's just trying to do the right thing. And I've done it for him multiple times. So I he got the brunt of it. I think I, I treated him like he like the department was a person. And I I think I was a little unfair to him in the sense that I projected my anger to him, which he didn't deserve. And then I called you, I text you yeah. and I was like, bro, yeah, call got, me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's usually how shit starts. Yeah. And, call, like, yeah, there's different levels of bro, call me. Yeah. And there's like, bro, give me a shout. Bro, hit me when you can. Bro, call me fucking now. Yeah. Like now, where are you? Call well, me. Well, that that was true too, because um we had union shit today and that happened too which we can't talk about but yeah uh, yeah, yeah 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 that's and and those are kind of we're dealing with but but that's a difference because we're passionate about the people that we represent so so going back so i call mike and i get on the phone and i said bro i want to fucking drop leaders right now and the plan was one a week yeah. and we would bank some just in case cuz it's hard we both have families yeah we're busy you know those yeah, of you that don't know work stuff yeah. yeah i mean this guy's got five fucking kids so <laughs> yeah. i mean that's like a basketball team. So so we had banked one and we were like, okay, so we can take like a week or two off. And as soon as that phone call happened, it was almost like a premonition. Like it was almost like God had yes. set things in motion and said, don't hold on to leaders. Mm-hmm. And then it exacerbated it mm-hmm. because we drop leaders. Mm-hmm. And I put a, on my face, my personal Facebook uh, page, I put the status, which is you could always tell when you're doing the right thing, when the people that are doing the wrong thing want you to stop what you're doing. Yep. And I will say that a lot of people took some self-reflection about leaders. I think that they looked at it and they said, are you talking about me? And the thing about it is, is you just prove why this podcast needs to exist and why it shouldn't be taken down. And and let me back up, fans, because there's a lot of people across the United States now that listen to this. We have over a thousand uh, listeners 
uh, all from around the way. Uh, I've got some shout outs that I want to get out of the way in a minute. Don't, I'm not going to forget you guys. Um, but it's it's the same in your agency, which is, is anything that you discuss outside of an agency, you always need to worry about, are they going to make me take it down? And we talked about this yeah. in, in, in Rookies, I think it was, yeah. where people are still texting. Like mm-hmm. I'm in a I'm in a crisis intervention uh, class this whole week. And a couple of people are like, I'm kind of surprised that they didn't pull your chain yet. Yeah. And and I'm, I said to them, I go, well, it's thought provoking conversation that we're having. We're not sitting here just dropping fucks and shits just for the giggles of it. I mean, we are, but but there's, there's substance behind it, behind it right. which is it's so much so that Mike and I were like leaders is just not going to be enough it's going to have to be leaders part two part three yeah as far we, as it needs to go we have yeah. uh chief baker's gonna come on the show uh from good dude love that f- guy former chief of police whenever i think of a good leader i think of him um so much so mike and i hold him in such high regards and now we're gonna have to change the password but our password uh in one of our accounts is baker because we we love him we respect him uh, he's a guy that that um, everybody, whether or not you agreed with his style of leadership, he was a good leader. Uh, he was able to turn around and, 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 and tell you news that you didn't want to hear, but he did it. He didn't hide behind his desk. He didn't hide behind anybody. He did what was right for people, whether you agree or you disagree. If you disagree, that's perfectly fine. I have a different uh, view on him. Well, <clears throat> if they disagree then and they didn't like his style, then go fuck yourself. Okay. So <laughs> that's the part of this podcast is to tell it like it is. So there are there are good leaders. There are shitty leaders. And I think as a whole, everyone kind of, you know, appreciated and respected him. But going back to my point. Yeah. My point is, is that thank you. Thank you. Shithead. Sorry. Fuck leaders for listening yes. to the podcast because you're putting us on more and more platforms so if you don't like this podcast, I can tell you where to put it. But please keep the volume up so you can still hear what's going on. So forget you. The podcast ain't going anywhere. We're just getting warmed up. Oh, This is just getting started. I'm telling, I was just telling Nick, I get so many texts from guys and not just our agency. Yeah. Outside of our agency. Yeah. Other states. Yes. Like, hey it's man, great. I'm it's I'm so and so's brother. I work here. Fucking great job. Yeah. You guys are doing great work. Thank you so much for what you guys are doing. Our voices are being heard through you. Which once I, I got I gotta I gotta touch on this because this is um this is this is big stuff. I don't know if you guys have seen in the news, but um Montgomery County Schmerland. Uh, the uh, county manager Elrich is this guy's name Elrich Um, so I guess a little bit of background on the story is is that um, a young boy and his father uh, decided to make a wooden flag thin blue line flag and present it to the Montgomery County Police Department in Schmerland so very nice gesture we love the support we need the support we appreciate the support um, and they bring it to the police department and they present it. And of course, as police departments do, they tweet this picture out for this young boy and his father. So 
apparently Elrich, the county manager or whatever this guy's position is, I guess he's the higher up, says absolutely not. This flag, you know, pretty much divides people and it's, you know, goes against what we're doing here and blah, 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 whatever he's whatever his little mission is. Um, and the chief goes along with it. Now, I know that this was this guy was an acting chief. And he was, uh, but apparently he's been appointed since. So, exactly. Fantastic. That's going to be great for morale. Yeah. So, I wanted to make sure I get this guy's name right because I wanted to uh, make sure that I had this correct when I put this, when we put this episode out. Because I don't want to, here we go. Marcus Jones is uh, announced two days ago. That's that's him him right here. Uh, Marcus Jones is the new Montgomery County Police Chief. So, um, yeah, I'm trying to. I've, I've, I'm actually. I'm glad we've done a couple days in between. Yeah, because when uh, you called me and you wanted yeah. to do a, a telecast over, like we taped it, <laughs> and I, I listened to it with you, and and the hairs on the back of my neck stood up. Yeah, I was and hot. I, and I, yeah, I know you. Oh I, my gosh, you bro. you were so I was fucking, fucking hot, livid. Oh I still God. am. Oh, I mean, yeah. the thing about it is, is it as as the county manager or whatever this guy, you know, whatever. He's telling the police department, you're the chief of police. Thank God for Governor Hogan. Oh, yeah. He stepped up and said, you're absolutely wrong. You're wrong. That's not what the flag represents. He took pictures in the governor's mansion above the fireplace. He posted on social media immediately and told him that you're wrong. He called him out. Yeah. I don't know. And this has nothing to do with politics. This has nothing to do with race. It has nothing to do with sex. It has anything, nothing to do with that. It's talking about doing the right thing yeah. for your people. This is leadership here. So this guy, Marcus Jones, now he's appointed the chief of police. The optics just look bad. Yeah. All this is going on. People forget. And this, this podcast episode is dedicated to Thomas J. Bamba, the officer that took his own life in Montgomery County. Yeah. Yes, that's correct. How quickly we forget. This didn't even happen a month ago. The fucking dirt is not even settled over top of this guy's grave, and you buried one of your own officers, which means that the chief had to have sat in front of his wife and his two kids and given them a flag or something to represent his life and his sacrifice and everything else. Then the next thing you know, this guy can't even fucking step up, step up. To the county and say, hey, no, go fuck yourself. We're not taking the flag down. Imagine how that was. If you want to take it down, come down and take it yourself. Well, I, I want I want to turn around and say that when shitty stuff like that happens and a and a chief and the other numbnut that told him to take it down, good things happen as a result of that. Um right. brothers before others, um, Turns around, goes to Montgomery County. Big shout out to uh, Brothers Before Others, but they're not sponsors or anything. They go out uh, to Montgomery County and they spend a day just doing nothing but handing out free thin blue line flags. And that's what we do. We watch out for each other. And when there's an injustice like that, we get a good organization like this or like Heather's organization, uh, Rocks for Leo's. There's good people out there. The problem is, is that we don't have politicians that are getting on board with that shit. And your thing is, is if these people can see, if these people come out here, these citizens say, man, there's a, there's an issue here. These co- these officers need support. They need our support. But your own even internal leadership, 
your commander in chief of your department can't step up and say, tell this guy to go fuck himself. I mean, you're the chief of police. Every all eyes are on you. I've now I've been in contact with a bunch of Montgomery County guys and I've spoken to them and I've tried to get them on the show or privately interview them. They're scared. They're scared. And it's nothing against and shout out to Montgomery County PD. I know you guys are doing the damn thing over there. Hold the line, bro. And I I appreciate you guys for what you're doing. I, I can't. I mean, it's it's fucking sad. It's sad what this guy did. He didn't just bury that one officer almost a month ago. He just buried his entire department. Morale is shit. And if I would be surprised if a fucking vote of no confidence wasn't coming down or if the ink wasn't even dry based on the union. But I'm trying to talk my point. I try to talk to these guys and try to get them on the show. But one guy says and says, man, you know, I, I'd love to get on, but we're, we're right in the middle of collective bargaining. and We're trying to get more money. See, this is the problem. They and, and they need their money. I'm not taking that away. Right. Well, you're taking their freedom of speech when something is wrong, when you're holding money over their fucking head. Like you better fucking play your you better watch your mouth. But they're not alone. They're not alone. Oh, that's everywhere. That's That's everywhere. All these places. You can't speak out. That's this podcast is for you guys. This podcast is for Montgomery County Police Department, frontline guys on the fucking boots on the ground and fucking Thomas J. Bomba. This this episode is dedicated to you. Yes. hundred percent. We are going to speak out. So here here it goes. Fuck you, Marcus Jones, and fuck you, Elrich. There you go. You had it. I said it on your behalf. You're not going to hold us down. You're not going to hold them down. You're not going to keep them in their position, beating them down, holding money over their heads so they'll keep their mouth shut. We're going to speak on their behalf. So that's all, I, that's all I have to say about that. Well said, Mike. Well well said. And that brings me to, um, that brings me to Twitter. Um, so we did the episode. Uh, you, I did hear your uh, little uh, thing yesterday with Rocks for Leos. Um, I did. It was really well. It was really well said. Do you, you don't have any other comments? To I, ma- I thought make it was, about I thought, what I said. Like no, no, like I know, I know you were shit talking me the whole time. Which is no, no, fine. I was not, man. Who's good here? Is That's that how fine. you think I sound? Yeah. That's how it sounds on this. Yeah, no. bro. Yeah, bro. I fucking heard you, bro. <laughs> Dude, you fucking. I, I think you're funny, bro. I, I was, uh, yeah, I was. I you were trending on bro, tweet, I thought, bro. I thought Twitter. it was. I thought it was rocks for cops. No, it's that rocks for Leos. I know, but rocks for cops. You know, that's what I, mean? what I thought it was so, too. Shout out to what's her Heather. name? Heather. Feel free. Shout rocks out to for what's cops. her name? I didn't catch the name. Heather's, I was listening Heather's to the not, interview. Heather's making rocks for you and I. Dude, I think that's fucking awesome. It's is she gonna say I can't ruin it for yeah, her. She's bro. probably gonna get mad on my on my she, don't, don't she texts me what she's doing and um she's got her kids like working overtime on some stuff for us and I got something that I'm gonna send her and I'll I'll tell you what it is after we get off the air. Uh because she gets a lot of uh swag from different uh swag. you know what swag yeah, is, right? Hip. Okay, I had to tell you about that uh, two weeks ago. Uh, All right. Swank. Uh, so uh swank. So, yeah, so uh, she's doing some stuff. We're going to send her some cool stuff. A lot of departments send her swag. You guys got to check her out. It's uh, at rocks for F-O-R, because you cops will always just abbreviate shit. Cops for <laughs> L-E-O-S. Don't put an apostrophe. Fuckers can't spell. So it's F-O-R, not the number four. Um, but I'm going to get... Faux. Rocks, folk. Faux, faux. That's F-O- Baltimore. F U R. No, that's Fur? the Baltimore uh, organization that does it. <laughs> yeah, you want your rocks? <laughs> you gonna get your rocks? I got this rock outside CVS. 
I, uh, so go ahead with your point because I want to talk to you about what I was was going through my mind when well, you guys did this thing. Yeah. So uh, my point is uh, Heather's been helping us with um, uh, Twitter. Uh, she's done a good, good job. I appreciate that. Uh, but not only has she helped us, uh, but some folks on on Facebook have been helping us. And I'm going to give some shout outs. So these people helped us out. John. Thank you, John. I appreciate that. D.A. Uh, these are your Facebook names. Uh, so I'm just going off of your Facebook names. And some of you didn't want to be mentioned. Uh, Bing. Bin. I'm sorry. Bin. Shit. He works on my on my on my shift too. Bin. Uh, Bill, Bill, thank you so much for your donation. Natalia, uh, thank you so much for your donation. On Twitter, I got a couple of shout outs. You guys have been tweeting me. I really appreciate it. Uh, you're like the um, roll call room crew. Uh, Sergeant Ed, I uh, appreciate that. Uh, Griff Girly Girl, you and I have been going back and forth all day today. Uh, thank you. Tommy Boy 1957. Tommy Boy handle is freaking awesome. Uh, Lindsay Hope 2121. You asked uh, what you can do to help rollcallroom.com. Uh, spread the word. Uh, like us, share us. Uh, keep pushing the message. Keep pushing the message. We got a, a GoFundMe out there. We're trying to take this on the road. Uh, so keep that GoFundMe going. Uh, we're, keep, we're in the mix to make a nonprofit 501c3. We got to file. There's a bunch of shit we have to do. But once we get to that level, then yeah, then we'll be like, you know, we got a big vision. So this is huge, just the beginning. Huge. This is just the beginning. Our, our plan is is to get out to of this studio. Work. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> I, I, love what, I love what I do. I'm gonna do I thought this that's forever. where you were going. I, I was trying to finish your sentence. Yeah. Our yeah. plan is to. Oh, we're gonna play that game. <laughs> yeah. All right. That's what this podcast is gonna be. Just finishing right, this sentence. On that fucking point, I just said I guarantee you when they hear this, a hundred fucking people are gonna laugh at the same time. Oh, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. Uh, that we know. So yesterday, when you uh, decided not to come into the come into work, this fucking. Um, and uh, come record with Heather. Um, I we got a, I got a lot of shit because you weren't on the fucking show. Dude, like people I... were tweeting. Like I'm the fucker that just pushes all these buttons over here. Like I gotta <laughs> curse more because no, no, I don't no, curse no. enough. Everybody's like, oh, it's not the same without no. Mike. He says fucking bro. <laughs> And I'm like, I love you. I love I'm my over fans. here fucking pushing buttons Fuck and I got bro. sweat coming down my head trying to get these songs to sound like Listen. like it's not coming out of my ass. <laughs> Fuck it, bro. Shirts dropping. Oh, my God, dude. There was one person that tweeted on there. I mean, the show is really good, but it's not the same without Mike. Like every uh, other I word. I appreciate Fuck. the support. Yeah. Man. One person on Twitter. <laughs> Fuck, I got to find who it was. I, I'm going to find it before we finish this episode. One guy on there was like. Uh, I gave you guys four out of five stars. Uh, I would have given you five out of five if Mike wouldn't say fuck so much. But he still gave us <laughs> yeah, a yeah, five yeah, out of five yeah, on yeah. iTunes. Uh, <laughs> and that's the other thing. I We need you. We need the Roll Call Room Army to go on iTunes and like, subscribe, like, it and, share like it. it, share it, and leave us a review. Um, we're, we're, we're trending on iTunes. iTunes was very difficult for us to get on. It wasn't our fault. Um, yeah, so you know, go on there and like us and share us. Uh, you're gonna hear it a million times, we're gonna post it a million times. Please, please, please share it. 
I know a lot of officers out there that have reached out to me that are struggling. They just need a good laugh, uh, whether it's not on their way into work. They need a good giggle, uh, like the hilarious uh, uh, fuck that's honest meditation shit that we played at the beginning of this episode. I thought it was fucking hilarious. Yeah, Mike was over here eating chicken parmesan <laughs> and he was fucking dying laughing. It's funny. I, they played it in the class I was in today. And I was like, it's so yeah. weird. Now that we're doing this podcast, everything is about this podcast. Yeah. Like, I get uh, ideas. Every, uh, oh, man. I'm, I'm taking a shit. notes in my phone. Yeah. 24 7. 24 7. And we bounce oh, it off each good. other. That's good. Oh, yeah. That'll be good. Yeah. Oh, that's good. But that's you know good. what? I got folks now, like coworkers, like messaging me, like, um, uh, a specific person that works at our agency was like, you guys eventually need to do a episode on retirement, specifically about planning like healthcare after you retire. Uh, and I was like, fuck, that's really ingenious because you don't think about that stuff when you retire. You're like, oh, I'm going to get my pension. I don't know how you guys are, but our our agency, when you retire, your pension is not wrapped into, I'm, I'm sorry, your healthcare is not wrapped into your pension. So although you're making you know, good money on your pension, you got to go get a fucking job at Walmart to be able to afford healthcare unless you want to go through, you know, government healthcare, uh, which nobody wants to do. So shout out to him. He gave a really good idea. Um, speaking of healthcare, this is for my Virginia peeps right here. Um, uh, actually Congress, never mind. It's not Virginia. It's all law enforcement. HR. This is Congress.gov. HR. Four five two seven expanding healthcare options for early retirees act. This is for law enforcement. This is my union spiel. Okay, union um, hat. Union hat is on. I guess Malinowski, Representative Malinowski, introduced this bill uh, just last month, September twenty sixth. Pretty much the ad lib about it is, is that you'll be able to get fucking um, Medicare at fifty after you retire. Damn. So, you know, like you have to wait till like 62 or yeah, whatever yeah, the fuck yeah, it yeah, is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's only smart. So for first responders, it'll be 50. See, now that's so per that's yeah, exactly because it's typical perfect. 55 you collect or 50 is like the typical thing. So we'll be exempt. We'll be able to get it at 50. So get to your call your representatives, representatives. Still have chicken parm in your fucking I've been mouth? fucking I've been up since five <laughs> representatives. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's squeaking. I got to close my legs. <laughs> This guy. Contact whoever the fuck is important in your state, <laughs> whoever that may be, and Just tell them, hey, contact them, hey, bro. This guy said, uh, HR thingy, fucking, uh, I heard on no call room podcast that I need about to call uh, you. 4527 or something like that. Yes, fucking call that guy and say, pass it, pass it, pass it, pass it, because that'll be huge for us, dude. Because guys are retiring, they get like. You know, four thousand a month till the day they die or whatever. But then twenty five hundred that is going towards fucking health care for their family. So yeah, and that's what vote the, on that shit. Yeah, that's what the person who reached out to me on Messenger uh, said. I, I hate to go backwards on a podcast, so I'm going through Twitter and uh, at JFX four one. Uh, he fucking tweets this GIF. Uh, Gif. Is it GIF, GIF or GIF? Bro? GIF. 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 GIF is Jiffy peanut, peanut butter, right? bro. All right. All right. Podcast? Is this, what's, what's, what's podcast, podcast stand for? for? <laughs> so he tweets he tweets this fucking GIF out. Bro, you're going to fucking die laughing. Yeah, this is I his. <laughs> 
Hey, thanks for the love, bro. It's, it says Mike was great tonight, and it's got this gif of this kid just fucking slowly blinking. Bro, I'm here, man. I'm that here. It was I'm fucking here. hilarious. Hilarious. Um, but going back to your um thing, your segment, it was it was good. It was really good. I liked it a lot. I think Rocks for Leos was solid. Um, she was saying like you were like, oh, so she was ex- expressing like the officers like they rubbed the rock. I was like, bro, do they like? I was like, how great would it be if they just like got out and like threw that thing at people on like calls for service? What? <laughs> Heather they're did like, not design. Like, they're like rubbing the rock, and they're like, <laughs> they might start throwing that fucking thing. You're at talking people. about like to go after a suspect? <laughs> they're like, yeah, stop! Like an actual additional tool that they can use on their belt. But then you take like, it back, beaming rocks. Yeah, dude. Yeah. That's not a bad. I'm gonna talk to oh, Heather man. about that. Like, and then you like she sends stickers with notches, and you put a notch on the back of the rock for every suspect that you hit with oh, the rock. Like fucking Ohio State football helmet. Like the stickers like Braveheart. on the helmet. Like yeah, Braveheart. Dude. Yeah. With the fucking- <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like taser, lightning bolts, or something. Oh my god. What kind of music are you gonna put us in a break? I don't know. What do you want, dude? Put some. Um, put Mob Deep shook ones on there. What for- the fuck? What? Yeah, shook ones. Mob Deep, dude. That's for our commanders that are scared listening to this podcast. Fucking shook ones. Jesus, bro. Jesus. What Come the on, f- play that shit, son. What the fuck? Get it. All right, folks. We're going to take a break and we're going to be <laughs> right. Yeah. Turn Jesus. that shit up. Try not to do a drive-by when you listen to this. Gotta have a freestyle yeah. Friday. To all the killers and the $100 billers. For real, because who ain't got no feelings. Feelings. Check it out now. Do you want to help the Roll Call Room podcast keep going? Of course you do. Join Patreon and pledge to the show each month. Tiers start at $5 and you can get some pretty cool shit with it, including swag and access to listen to episode clips early. So put that Starbucks coffee down and help my dad keep the show going. Don't be a fucking Steve. Go to rollcallroom.com to pledge today. What y'all thought y'all wasn't gonna see me? I'm the Osiris of this shit. Who Jay is here forever, motherfuckers. This left this 97. I my niggas and my niggas. Oh my god. Why did you make me play that song? Why did you make me play it? I feel like listen to. I don't listen to this lollipop shit that they have now. I feel like I'm at fucking Z100 in New York City. Yeah, bro. Hot 97. Hot 97. Hot 97. Just hot 97. DJ Clue, 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 Clue. Exclusive, 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 exclusive. Hey, Hot 97. New York's exclusives. Great man, love that song. That's just stupid shit they have out now. <laughs> Can't get down with that shit, man. Well, you don't like Taylor Swift? No, it's not rap. I'm talking about rap. What's the what's the like the 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 music that you listen to in your cu- cruiser that you're really embarrassed about? Um, trap music. <laughs> Do you really? Yeah. Are you kidding? I used to listen to hardcore trap music back in the day, dude. I can't even look at you right now, bro. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you that mine. was like that was like when I was 22 on midnights. Yeah, I, was 22, I used to fucking listen to like pog plug in my little auxiliary iPod. Oh my god, it was dude. an iPod? No, it was like a little. You know, remember the little? No, shuffle? you were right. Yeah, like the shuffle. Yeah, iPod the iPod. Shuffle. Yeah, they were no fucking mine. trap music. Well, they were, 
you're gonna be so fucking like you're what, gonna... Celine Dion. No, nah, it was <laughs> like violin music. No, it wasn't. Yeah, stop. I know. Classical, I'm embarrassed. Like, by straight it. classical music. Yes, I went through this like phase right, on midnight. Stop. 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 Why, why are you? Wait a minute. Why are you <laughs> wait, making me feel like I'm? Why are you making me feel bad about it? Is it Bertoli or is it Bertoli pizza? <laughs> Bertoli. Bertoli. <laughs> I just went through like, a phase, man. That's what you listened to. I did Netflix, actually. Bro. It was Bocelli. Fuckers up. It was Bocelli. Yeah. It was Andrea Bocelli. Like you a, listen to that on Midnight Patrol. Interesting. Why are you making feel? Okay. On that note, email us at <laughs> do it. Roll call room. Podcast at gmail.com. All one word. All and one let us word. know what you listen to on patrol. This yes. was what I listened to. Actually, let me stop. Look, he, let it play. Let it just let it rock. I, you're gonna this fucking would make be no, I'm not. Okay. Imagine this in a fucking pursuit. <laughs> 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 like driving over a ramp. Three three thirty one. Uh, it's it's a, a, a white Chevy, uh, uh, Virginia Tags, uh, uh, a Victor, a Zila, a Zebra, uh, Bra- Bravo, uh, six one four. Southbound, nine. southbound. We're going southbound. southbound. He's turning around. He's Unit turning around. there. He's Unit there. Around. there. Stop. To your right. To your right. He's on. Uh, uh, Unit one hundred. What's the charges? Uh, um, uh, 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 it, I'm listening to the Butchell. Dude, uh, I could so get down with this song if we were going balls of the wall in a pursuit. Dude, this song is not and then for like, pursuing. Yes, it is, but it's it has to be slow-mo. Uh-huh. Like, if this was recorded in slow motion. Like a slow You're pursuit. saying live PD should, like, should be, like, fucking playing this, like, on live PD when there's a pursuit? But it should be like this song, show, dude. This is the song that you play, That's like, when one, you're dude. about to do, like, a warrant yeah. service. Yeah. I'm gonna fuck some shit up. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. That's the one. Anyway, um, so yeah, so I don't, I don't get down with this new shit. The other thing, so going back to feedback for the show, I'm, I'm like pushing leaders as our best one yet, right? Yeah, I'm a big I'm, fan I'm pushing of that leaders. One. I like I'm leaders. I'm real one. passionate about that stuff. I'm pushing it hard. And guys are like, don't sell yourself short on the start, man. The start was really good too. The message was good. Like, it's all good, right? Um, I had to go back to our first yeah, episode. Did mm-hmm. you see what I did? It was good. I had to go on because I monitor, like I look at the progression and the regression of the podcast. And I think people don't understand that the first podcast, we really didn't know what the fuck we were doing. Like, well, we that, came that, in that here. was going to be my point. My point is that there is no structure to this podcast. Yeah. So people think they're like, man, you guys are really good, you know, feeding off each other. Like, you guys like plan this and like like there's no planning that goes in no, this podcast there is at all. No script. Like the start is the start. We yeah. like turn on the fucking mics and we just came down here and we we're like just get it. Yeah, and that was it. And we never there's no editing. Yeah, like people don't understand it. There's there's absolutely we don't have time to sit here and go through an hour episode. No, oh take that out. Oh, I don't like that. Oh, I sound weird. No, it's like, raw. It's fucking raw. So you're yeah. getting it one hundred percent uncut and sometimes that's from bad fucking guatemala because my sister-in-law was trying to show off our podcast to her co-workers and she works at a hospital oh, and boy. she's yeah you really fucked her bad like you wow. fucked her up bad she went to go play it in the er i think what or somewhere in the hospital <laughs> and i mean it has <laughs> e next to it and she played it and it would you the first thing you said was i like jerking off to the cop scene <laughs> she's so embarrassed like <laughs> 
it's so bad. That's hilarious. Like so, and that's how gonna... my following, my fans started. Oh my god, you that? have no. this whole fucking following on Twitter. I'm blown away by your follow. The guy says bro and fuck every other word. Yeah, I try to got, clean it up, man. I've gotten got a followers. little bit better with it. I've gotten a little better. No, so. you are you. But that, that, that's, yeah, I can't fucking help it. No. I'm, yeah, I'm getting worse the older I'm getting to, believe it or no, not. No, but you come here and this is your, this is your safe space. Like, this you is, can't yeah, do that shit safe at zone. home. Hey, it's optional. Did you get in trouble from your wife what you said at the last episode? Did she no, she's it? like, you sound much smarter now. <laughs> that's what she said. And she's like an avid listener. A shout out to my boy Hagar. Um, and then you know, everybody I, I talked to my boy Hagar. He's like, dude, I walk around the house with the my phone in my pocket. That's awesome. And fucking listen to you guys. I'm listening like four times to the same episode. I'm like, bet. Yeah, he I uh, love it. He love it. uh he sent it, I think, to Neckles also. Uh who yeah, who's and, fucking and shout out to everyone in that department that's listening to our podcast. Yeah, we, we love you guys. A side evenings and midnights. I know you got Dude, and B, bro. Don't just say your side. We're Any, unison here. Anyway, my side guy. My side. Um B every time I go the best, just so it. you know. <laughs> uh every time I go on a call for service, I I'm I I you guys warm my heart because I go on a call for service and somebody's like, yo. When are you dropping the next fucking episode? Yeah, everyone I'm like, wants to know when the next one like, is. Yeah. Guy, like, we don't... It's Soon. hard to get... Soon. We both yeah. work on opposite sides. It's hard. We're working with it, guys. There may be a couple of episodes where Mike is going to tell a uh, call in. Uh, Heather's call was a test for uh, the phone system that we just um, um, signed on to. So Mike might be doing some stuff from home. Uh, we're trying to. We're trying really hard, guys. That's why you you're going to see a lot of... We're getting the 4K cameras. Yeah, we're gonna yeah, be filming coming. this shit. It's coming, so get ready. Get ready. <laughs> get ready. It should be here one tomorrow. Uh, yeah. And Amazon. We're gonna be like, and then oh, and the other thing is, a guy told me today, like, we got to get a fucking eight hundred number and have people call in, like live yeah. on the show. You know something? We can do that. Now. I know that's why I told we him. Can I do, like, that we can do that now. I have a number for people to call in. Mm-hmm. Guys, maybe not. Just look out on social media. We'll post yeah, it. Yeah. And then, we'll, then you guys it. call in and then we'll do it like that. In the meantime, yeah. please go on Twitter. Uh, I tweet out when we're about to go into the studio. We're at Roll Call Room. Oh, excuse me. I just burped. It's at Roll Call Room. So go on Twitter. Uh, I send out a notice. Hey, I'm about to get in the studio with Mike. Tweet me your shit that you want me to talk you about. Throw up on that microphone. Oh, dude, like, I don't, yeah, yeah, it's bad. It's that ulcer from all that drinking. Mm, all right. Uh, we're going to go there. Okay. Uh, so I'm five years sober, damn it. <laughs> I'm trying. Here's my coin. I'm still on step one. Um, don't be a quitter, bro. Uh, <laughs> Dylan's coming Sunday. Also. Grow with Dale. Go and tell. Dale's going to come in here on Sunday. Um, that might be a bonus. So, guys, we're going to do some bonus uh, episodes. So those are going to be like 25, 30 minutes long. Uh, some of them may be just Mike interviewing somebody. Some might be just me. Um, I'm doing some other stuff, some phone calls and stuff. I'm lining up guests. Uh, you want to be on the show, email us, tweet us. If you stick to the topic, uh, we got... Um, Han coming in. He's gonna come in. He's a former. We got medic. a lot of good shit. Yeah. Coming, dude. So a lot of it, we're gonna have a vet. We're gonna have. I mean, you name it. They're gonna we're gonna get a dispatcher in here eventually. Mm-hmm. Uh, another jurisdiction. So many people that want to be on the show that we're gonna line up. That that have a voice. That have a purpose. You're gonna be here. 
Um, so changing gears here, um, the, I heard Do the it. Dr. Phil. It's hilarious. Oh, boy. What did your mom think about that? Man, she was so pissed. Why? Because I didn't tell her that I was I was going to prank call her. Like, like, why would you tell somebody? But she was so angry. She texted me because when I when I published it and went out, she texted me and she was like, why did you do that? And I was like, what are you talking about? She's like, so if you haven't heard it, go on. the. There's like a five minute um, phone call. If you if you're a fan of the show, you know, my mom swears that Dr. Phil could help us out. My mom truly believes that Dr. Phil has and, like and eventually maybe we'll get there. Maybe sure. Will we will. Sure. We will. <laughs> um, Dr. Feel good. So I called her and I, I pranked her. So you got to turn it to that. She was so mad like. I actually turned to my wife and I was like, I think she's genuinely mad. And uh, I was like, my, you know, you got a lot of fans out there. They really like you. Like you are the typical New York Yenta mom. Like yeah, you sound it. like you're from New York. Like, and she was like, don't do that. And you tell me next time. I'm you know, like, we got to We got to get some sound bites with her. She won't do and it. And then use them throughout. The she's I'll outside her, right I'll now. Talk to her when we're and done. she won't come in the listen, studio. Listen, it's different coming from. I don't think so. She, she doesn't get her like on you. a soundbite. What? She don't huh? say that. Okay, <laughs> you're gonna crush me, bro. <laughs> I love her. She's awesome. No, she does love you, but she's no, like I, she's literally her, like, outside. Get a couple sound bites, like one, like the fuck's your problem? Well, that'd got, be hilarious. I that'd be a, a good one. I got a new portable radio, uh, two new portable recorder coming because we're gonna try and get out on the road, get out of the studio. Um, so I want to try that with her. I'm gonna try. Maybe you ask because she wouldn't come in here now. So She's sitting out there. I had so my mom. I was able to. I had dinner with her on Saturday. We had the a, one that didn't pick up the phone. Yeah. So I called her out. I'm all hot, motherfucker. Yeah. So I call. So I get over there. Did she think like, you wanted hi, her mom. to babysit? <laughs> like, hi, Michael. How are you? You know, typical <laughs> shit. And she listens to the podcast. Shout out to my mom. Love you, mom. And your um, sister. Your sister's And awesome. my sister's all. They all listen. Love you guys. And my brother-in-law and everybody. I mean, I can be here all day. I'm Puerto Rican. But anyways, um, so I'm like, mom, you know, yeah. And she's, I'm like, why didn't you answer your phone? And she's like, <laughs> like fucking laughing about it. Like, it's funny. <laughs> I, I didn't hear my phone. I'm like, now that's a fucking lie. <laughs> I don't believe that one bit. Who doesn't? Bro, I hate that. My number one pep. If someone calls me and I call them right back and they don't answer, it fucking drives me insane. Or they text you. Like, yeah, they I'm, call you, you call them back, and they text you. I do that sometimes. I do that sometimes. I like texting more than I like talking on the phone. Uh, there's, a, there's a guy who we do union shit with, and all he does is text, and it drives me insane. Yeah. I'm like, bro, we can get this done in three seconds by having a conversation. Like he will complete. He hates it. I used to do that. I used to do that as a supervisor. There would always be one or two people on your group that would call you all the fucking time. And I'd send them the voicemail and text them right after. And I would be like, I wouldn't even. Hey, I'm on the phone with the lieutenant. What's up? Even though you're doing nothing. And I would be like on YouTube or or fucking like (laughs) this guy. you know you Speaking used to leaders. do it too. I mean, yeah. it, 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 well, it, are you going to say I'm not? No, 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 no. I got to the point where, especially on midnights as a sergeant, because they all call because they're so like, it, they're so training new. is trash. Training is as good as it should be. So they're so, you know, they don't have the confidence yet. Yeah. Hey, SARS. I'm like, before you open your mouth. Did you call somebody? Do you else? have a question 
or do you do you have a problem? Right. That you do you need to solve this on your own? Yeah. Are you asking me something or are you telling me something? Right. And they would be like, oh, and then I'll just kind of walk them through it and they get it. So that that's but I've seen sergeants like he'll be on the show. He said he fielded over 100 calls one night. That's crazy. From his rookies. That's crazy. And it was like literally 60. He showed me in his phone. That's crazy. And I'm like, that's not good. No. You like, you guys need to know this stuff. I mean, come on. I mean, so but anyway, so yeah, we're going to have to get into that. Yeah, we'll in one have of to get our leaders on that. Yep, yep, yep. Because, because there's quite a bit of Twitter followers. Uh, and I do read your profiles. So there's a lot of Twitter followers that are brand new sergeants out there. Um, I'm not a sergeant anymore. Uh, I was a sergeant for seven years. Mike was a sergeant. We're more than willing to give you our feedback. A lot of people love the feedback we gave and leaders about yeah. uh, doing evaluations and stuff. Guys out there and gals out there that are that are commanders, that are leaders, do your people right. Don't fuck them with an eval that looks like dog shit, that you just pulled it out of your fucking bird cage at the bottom of the bird cage. Yeah. Don't do that to them. They've been working fucking hard. And if they're not fucking hard workers, don't do them an injustice and fuck them at eval time. Don't do that to them. Uh, you owe it to them. Do the right thing. So I when I going back to my mom, I tried to call her out. And like, <laughs> I know you saw it. Like, Ma, like I'm looking at her in her eyes. Because like, come on. Kids, bro. She and, doesn't want to baby. I was like, she's like, I heard you say that on the podcast. I was laughing. I'm like, you're laughing at the fact you didn't answer your phone for your son. <laughs> I'm like, kind of mother are you. You know, I'm like, you got I'm gonna have you on the show. Like, I want you on the show. She's like, Oh, yeah, I'll do it. So I asked her separately. I said, Listen, do you feel she works, she works for the county? Mm-hmm. Okay. She's working in the upper echelon of the county on the mm-hmm. people that are important. She's been there. She's ready to retire January 1. Good for her. 30-something years of service, oh, right? good for her. So I asked her, I said, Ma, you listen to this podcast, and do you feel that the problems and the le- lack of leadership from the police side is the same as civilian? And she's like, yeah, I deal with the same oh, fucking yeah. assholes. I got the same <laughs> feedback from friends that have nothing to do with police work. They oh, said yeah, the same exact like how it is in my, I'm like, but she was like, but the difference is I don't put my job on the line every day. True. My life on the line every day. True. You know True. what I mean? So like the stakes are higher on our end. And that's the, that's the reason why you should never send your people out of roll call feeling like shit. Like don't treat them like don't end roll call with some gloom and doom fucking story. Like nobody wants to hear that. Like your roll call should be serious, but it should also be fun. But don't send people out there like fucking hating life. And I've yeah. seen that. I've seen that so many times. It sucks. Don't do it. And don't be that person that sent that that in roll call. You play those shooting videos. They're great training. Like, I get it. Police shooting trainings are really, really good. But end with a funny one, you know, yeah. end with a cat one or a dog one or something. Don't end with, with don't end your roll call with some some fucking officer getting gunned down. Yeah. I don't want to see that shit. I don't want to see it. Nobody wants to see it. Yeah, it's. I mean, there's, there's, you know, it's good training on certain occasions. You know, we go over that stuff, but you know, try to even end it up on a positive note. You know, like, um, you know, uh, Sergeant Greg always used to say, you know, be safe, wait for your backup. Yeah, that was the first that he said at every roll call. I'm like, that stuck with me forever. Dude. Yeah, my like, lieutenant does an awesome always. job at the end of our roll calls. He's like, uh, um, okay, let's go play. And I like that. Yeah, I like that. I when I was a sergeant, I would end roll call with, 
uh, be safe out there. And I, I stole that from Hill Street Blues. I love Hill Street Blues. That's my I jam. just said, be safe, wait for your backup, because I stole it from him. You stole it for, from him? <laughs> yeah, it was great, man. My other buddy who I talked to about the show, he's, you know, he was like um, my boy Jimmy. He's a uh, really, really, really good dude. I'm the godfather of his son. Um, yeah, exactly. Monday, Tuesday, Thursday. And uh, and he's like, I'm, I'm like, dude, do you realize? He's like, yeah, it's the same shit. And he's a heavy machinery operator. Like long, like eighteen wheeler driver. Damn. And he does a lot of heavy equipment shit. And uh, he tells me that he's like, yeah, it's the same shit. You know, I got to deal with the same thing too. And I listen to your podcast, and I think it's great. But you know, I really heard your passion in leaders, bro. And I'm like, yeah. And he's like, I worry about you, man. Are you good? <laughs> and I started laughing. And just like that, I was like, what do you mean? And he's like, yeah, man. You know, I know it's a lot. I had yeah. no idea. This gives me like a personal insight. Yeah. He's like, I think it's great you get that out of you. You know what I mean? Like, this gives us a behind the scenes because people out here don't know. Yeah. They think they know, but they have no idea. They don't know the internal stressors. Like, most of the stress that I had at, at, at my level before I left were internal. They weren't external. They weren't subjects mm -hmm. out on the street. It's the internal stress and some brought on by myself. Oh, I yeah. want to go back for a second. So, the officer that called me... um about the podcast um the one that i said that i i, I kind of went a little crazy on so he had he had said and my wife was next to me and he had said you know don't you want more from the agency i mean do you really want to be out there just doing what you're doing for the rest of your career don't you want more and i said you know something nick from a year ago would have been all over that yeah Exactly. I'm not that guy anymore. I'm yeah. not that guy anymore. I'm sorry. But I, th I think people, you're absolutely right. I think, but as, as a whole, mm -hmm. people don't understand that this has been a domino effect. Mm -hmm. When it's one thing like that we understand we're getting in this profession, we're going to take a beating. But then over the last couple of years, it's gone more and it's intensified. Yes. Slowly. Yes. And, and now it it's like, you know, other people can make mistakes, but we're not allowed to make mistakes. No, and we you're have not to allowed be to on talk our top. And that's and that's like, and I was listening to that, and this was a good point that Heather made in your um thing that you guys did your your uh, interview over the phone about rocks for Leos was when she talked about that traffic stop that she had and yeah. realized the guy was a homicide detective in his optics as a young girl. She was like, "Why is this guy so mad? I'm already crying. Like, take it easy." Yeah. Now she's a grown woman and she can empathize with him and say, man, who knows where he just came from? Yeah. Who knows? And you got it. Like people got to understand. So our civilian listeners that are listening to the show that are fans. Think about that because there's been times I'll be honest with you, bro. Like it, you, you, you were still human beings at the end of the day. You can't turn off the job. So you're yeah. going to have these reactions. You could do a thousand fucking good things in your career and make one catastrophic mistake. Yeah. And it's just based on the optics that, that you're done. Yeah. Your career could be done. Like people don't understand. Like they don't get the severity. What our stakes, everything's on the fucking table for us. Yeah. Like I tell rookies, you don't understand that we're all one call away from being indicted. Yeah. Oh man, that's powerful. That's so so you gotta be fucking trained and know the law. Yeah. Cause a lot of people out here know it more than you do. Big time now. You just, it's not heavy-handed old policing where you could just 
thump motherfuckers and send them on their way. Yeah. And they still might do that in some other area, you know, major cities, but New York, yeah, New York, Chicago, Camden, New Jersey, Baltimore, Paul Bebor. But like, you can't like everyone's the watching. There's cameras every, yeah, the South for sure. <laughs> Fucking the sticks. Like you gotta be on par with what you're doing. You gotta know what the fuck you're doing. And, um, it's funny. I was just coming out of the track. I came straight here from the track and, uh, we did pursuits tonight. Oh, and boy. it's, you know, the weather is shit outside right now. Dude. Yeah. It's pissing rain. It's cold. Yeah. You can't see anything. And, uh, you know, we're doing the emergency pursuit. We do single vehicle. Then we do two cars. You have to do night because they got to be able to drive at night. Shit. The stakes are so rain? much higher, man. Yeah. And, and you're still, you know, driving 80, 85 miles an hour on the track Fuck in the rain. Fuck that. Um, but these, they're like, these recruits are so amped up, even on the radio. They're like, I'm like, hey, easy. This is a training environment. <laughs> and this is where they begin to get indoctrinated. Yeah. Like, hey, you got to tell you got to put that away. Like that natural emotion that you're showing. Yes. That any human being would display. You got to fucking put that away. And that's like, why you it... can't put po- you can't let that be seen. You can, and I tell them, I'm like, no, ain't nobody coming but the fucking National Guard after us. And, and that's where train the tr- training comes huge uh, for for new officers. Uh, and, a, and a side conversation. So I'm at training all this week and to show you how important training is. Love this class. I've avoided this class for years, years. I've been, I've been had it over 10 years ago. Yeah, it's I've good class. I've avoided good. it. And I and you know what? I'm glad I'm taking it because right now in my life, it's perfect. But. um, This is what happened today. And I didn't even tell you about this. So we're up there. We're doing role plays. And this officer from another jurisdiction goes up there and is, does does his role play. Right. And he does something wrong. And the instructor completely dresses him down in front of the whole entire class. Uh, this, this gets bad. Stops and then redresses him down again in front of the class. Come on, man. And I don't, I'm not that I'm not about that life. Right. So the kid goes to sit down and I call him a kid cause he's a lot younger than I am. He goes to sit down at his, at his table and I go up to him and I go, listen, what you did in that scenario might've been wrong, but what she did was completely disrespectful. Training scars happen when you do stuff like that. You yeah. cannot yeah. treat people like that. You can't treat the public like that either. That creates mm. a citizen scar. Yeah. I'm going to coin that phrase. Citizen scar. What you do and how you react, like Heather's story with that, that tech detective. Yeah, you never know where you're coming from. And I had just fairly recently on my shift, I was assisting um, Nancy, my senior officer on my group, with a call. We were, we were taking this crazy lady to the mental institution. And... um Right when we're at the mental hospital, an alert tone goes out for a two-car accident head-on. Child ejected out of the car and onto the hood of the vehicle. And Nancy leaves me. I say, because she's on crash team. She, I I turn her, I go, I got this. Because she was, it was her call. I was like, I got this. I'll get the paper. Don't worry about it. Yeah. And Nancy goes to that. Yeah. 
Now, the next call after that, the person doesn't know where Nancy came from. They don't, she, they don't know that she yeah. just saw this kid, you know, on the hood of the car. Mm-hmm. So my civilian people that are listening to this thing, think about that. Think about when, when you pull up and you see an officer doing a report in Starbucks or Chick-fil-A or wherever. What's the report he's doing? Yeah. I guarantee you it's not because Johnny got into Harvard. <laughs> yeah. You know, that he, he went on a call for service. They called him out there to, you know, to open up the envelope for, for Johnny. You know, think about that. Please think about that. Yeah, no, that's 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 good stuff, man. I mean, that and that's the big takeaway is that I've never I thought it was going to be a. I, I think it's a good segue for us to kind of present this for people outside this profession um, because they don't, you know, for the civilian people, they're not sworn. You know, I was actually at uh, the IUPA International Union Police Association conference in Washington, D.C. last week. And uh, the guy started talking about how, you know, you know, cops kill all, you know, young black males. And that's the narrative that everyone's going with right now. And he says, he asked me, and this guy's really smart. He's a doctor. Clearly, mm-hmm. he's got his PhD. You know, he works for, you know, for science. Um, and he says, do you know what the number one killer in black males is? And I'm like, I don't no, know. No. He says, doctors. What? Yeah. Malpractice shit doctors and he's like and they're protected by fucking laws there's litigation that protects them for malpractice he's right and i was like holy fuck so he was like when you start to look at that Mm -hmm. and look at what we do and the stakes on our end are just as high as theirs yeah if not worse yeah because we haven't studied for every scenario we're presented with that's what people don't understand when we go through the field when we go through not as field training. When we go through the academy, we have mandates by the state that says a check in the box. Do you understand that in our blessed commonwealth, you only need 100 hours of field training to be a certified officer? Jeez. 100 hours to be able to do everything that it is that we do. That's, cr- that's To be a crazy. police officer, to get a gun and badge. Training, training, training. So with that, thank you guys for your support. Uh, I think we're going to shut this episode down for now. We're going we're gonna to start up another one here. But thank you for all your support. Thank you for everyone and your contributions and our listeners. And rollcallroom.com. Follow us on Twitter at rollcallroom. Don't forget Rocks for Leos on Twitter as well. Heather, we love you. Uh, Keep up the great work. Watch your six out there. And as always, we are always it. off the record. Exco, give it to you. Fuck, wait for you to get it on your own. Exco, deliver to you. Knock, knock, open up the door and spill. With the non stop, pop out and stainless steel. Go hard getting busy with it. But I got such a good heart.